Podcast Studios. This, this is After Nine with Scott and Kat. Hey now. <laughs> Welcome to After Nine, everybody. Sorry, I'm perturbed right now. You're perturbed. <laughs> perturbed, <laughs> this is are you? Fucking crazy. We're going to be talking coming up about all kinds of things. There's a lot of shit going on right now. Uh, but we are going to be talking about the Father's Day Goop Guide soon. And that is a list of insane things that you'll never buy for your dad for outrageous prices from Gwyneth Paltrow and company. It's a little dirty, right? There's a few things on this list that are a little risque. Well, I mean, I think about things that I would buy for my dad and none, not a lot of them are on this list. And then I even think about my husband because I think maybe for my husband, though, I still think not a lot of those are on this list. But someone's daddy will like it. But this is the difference. <laughs> There's Father's Day, which is traditionally about your birth father. And then there's Daddy's Day, and that's something Aww. completely different. Oh, I don't even like the sound of that, by the way. That's fucking gross. Honestly, I hate it. As a dad, I hate the whole daddy thing. It just, I can't. But I certainly understand that there's those who are into it, and to each their own, you go right ahead. Yeah, it's just, you know, if you're a mom, like, why, why can't we come up with a new word? You but know? I, I totally hear that's you. That's all. If I, we could stop exploiting the mommy I, and daddy thing, that'd be great. I don't like the mommy great. either. No, no. No. Get out of here with that shit. Uh, be- oh, mommy, puppy. I can't. Before we get to the goop guide and what dad may or probably won't want for Father's Day, uh, we got a whole bunch of different things, and I'm going to blow through a bunch of them. Number one, Kitchener and Oakville mm-hmm. seem to be the two places on Monday night where, once again, large groups of teenagers went absolutely hog wild and started firing fireworks at the cops. What what the heck? Victoria Park in Kitchener, they estimate the crowd was about 500 people. In Oakville, it was at Lakeshore West and East Street area, a 15-year-old charged for lighting off fireworks towards police officers and assault with a weapon. Good. Lay on those charges. They say there was between two and 300 teenagers at that gathering. So I, I get the the want, hey, let's all get together and hang out at like a park or this or that. Okay, fine. Do whatever you want to do. Fireworks? Uh, you're playing a dangerous game. A lot of cities are cracking down on fireworks right now. They, they're sick and tired of the complaints. They're sick and tired of the, the risk and the danger and the noise and the smell and the animals getting all upset. So there is sort of a war on fireworks right now at the municipal level. If you want to go and shoot them off at each other, well, you're really just speeding up the process of eliminating fireworks altogether. We just won't have yeah. them for much longer. Yeah, and think about all the other risks, like aside from the fact that somebody could get hurt. I mean, there's fire risks involved with that as well. Like, it's insane. Why would you... Uh, I say, why would you do it? But I guess, I mean, you mentioned it was a bunch of teenagers. Yeah, yeah, it was teenagers. Uh, you know what I'm worried about here is if you're firing something like that in the direction of a cop and several cops got hurt on Monday by being hit by fireworks, if you're firing it at a cop, you should fully expect them to return fire. Mm-hmm. Cop doesn't know exactly what's being shot at them. They just know that dangerous glowing projectiles are being shot at them. And if they mistook that for a bullet or if they mistook that for them being in a life-threatening situation. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. They will pull out their mm-hmm. gun and shoot you with a real bullet. And is that what anybody wants from what you guys thought would be a fun little fuck around kind yeah. of experience? Stop shooting fireworks at people. It's stupid. It's dangerous. It's an incredible waste of money. And it's really only a matter of time before somebody gets shot with a real bullet because of that. And I hope nobody blames the cop. 
Nobody should blame the cop if they return fire at somebody who's shooting a firework at them. It's a tragedy just waiting to happen, but unfortunately, I see us going down that road. Kat, I'm curious to hear what you think of this. Uh, Several advocacy groups like the Toronto Youth Cabinet and Food Banks Canada have teamed up with the province's four major teachers' unions. They say our current school nutrition programs in Ontario are seeing such increased demand that they're not meeting the needs of students. They're calling on the Ontario government to provide a free breakfast and a free lunch in every school across Ontario. For every student? For every student who needs it or wants it. Right. Uh, The cost on this and and the practicality of this, I I don't know how you wrap your mind around it. The thought of having to cater breakfast and lunch at just about every school in Ontario seems like a monumental task. But one thing I would say is the need is there. The need is there. The need There's is, so many people that need this. Yeah. I mean, I think about like Nutrition for Learning, obviously a very important program, which which um, is not entirely government funded, if I'm not mistaken. You can also contribute and donate to Nutrition for Learning. Yeah. So, I mean, if you if you have the ability to do that and promote it well, maybe you'll get a lot of donations. I mean, I would give to that. I've seen, I mean, I've heard things and seen things, you know, almost firsthand, I'll say, when it comes to kids coming to school or childcare settings hungry. And they don't have, not only have they come there with not much, they know they're going home to not much. Yep. And it breaks my heart. So if we can put in as much as possible, and, and nutrition is so important for kids, especially at those young ages where they're developing, everything is developing, their bodies and their brains, of course, which they need to be able to pay attention in schools. I mean, I know of kids who have literally passed out in class because they have not eaten. Yeah. And uh, some of them, you'd never even know it either. They're very quiet about it. They're very discreet about yeah. it. They don't tell anybody that they're not eating, but they're secretly starving. Hey, I I know that when I said that, there was probably some people listening to this pod that thought, no freaking way are we going to pay to give breakfast and lunch to every kid in Ontario. That's the parents' job. Some parents aren't doing the job and some families just can't make ends meet. It doesn't change the fact that we can't let a kid go hungry. And what happens more often than not is you'll see teachers and EAs and principals and administrators scrambling together, pooling together anything they might have extra in their lunch to give the kid. It's not a sustainable system to have this many kids coming to school hungry. So in this case, I know it's going to cost some money, but I'm actually not opposed to it. If they can figure out a practical way to do it and they can make it at least somewhat healthy. I mean, I'm not Mm -hmm. for, oh, are you hungry? Here's an apple. Because I think kids especially want a little more than that. But I'm not saying we need to bring in burgers and fries or order McDonald's for everybody either. There has to be a balance there. Mm -hmm. And if we can come up with a balance that's simple enough to execute on a daily basis so that these kids know when they get to school, not only are they safe, they're also going to get to eat something. I'm all for it. I think it's a great thing. The federal government has announced some changes to traveling. This is a big bonus for anybody who's got a Nexus card. They say starting June 7th at six airports across Canada, initially, you'll be able to basically have your own line. You'll be able to pass through security much faster. By the way, I thought there was a Nexus line. I distinctly remember going through certain lines just for Nexus holders, but maybe that went the way of the dinosaur during the pandemic. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. But these new lines will allow you to get through more quickly by keeping your shoes on, keeping your jacket on, keeping your electronics in the bag, i.e. you don't have to put your cell phone and your laptop in a separate bin, 
and you don't even need to pull out your liquids from your carry-on. They'll be able to see it on the x-ray, and we just carry on. My question is, if we can do that, why aren't we doing that for everybody? Why is everybody still taking off their shoes and jacket if apparently it's not necessary? I think it's a time thing, if I'm not mistaken, because when you think about going through those x-ray machines, I'm assuming there's going to be special system. It's not like they're not going to check you. It's not like you go through with a Nexus. Congrats. You just went through with some firearms and all kinds of shit. They're still checking you, but they're taking time. It takes time to do it. But less people are in the Nexus line, so they're able to take the time to do it. You don't have to take off your shoes because the scanner, we can sit there and watch you on the scanner and everything else. Right. And take a good look at it at that point. Whereas when you're going through, it's quick. You got to hurry the fuck up. Let's go, right? It's take your shoes, take your belt. Let's go, sir. Let's go. Because there's 50 people behind you. Like when I was at the airport in Vegas, uh, it's such a mess too. And like half the people don't understand what's going on. And they're like, what? We had to take our shoes off? Like you should have known that a while ago. He said it, but you're not paying attention. You're not listening to him at all. You know, and then the person saying, come forward. I'm like, could you pay attention? She's telling you to come forward and you're not paying attention at all. People are stupid and people are slow. As is, if you add like an extra scan, I'm assuming there's going to be some form of scan to do this. Oh my God, we never get home. We never get home. It's the worst in the U.S. especially getting back to Canada. The worst. Well, you know, I, I think that the government had a point about a year ago. Remember when we were just, it was chaos at the airports and the, the federal government, particularly the transport minister, took a lot of heat for suggesting it's out of practice travelers. That was very out of touch, but it wasn't completely mm. off base. There are a lot of travelers who are out of touch, who don't realize, yeah, there's certain things you got to do and you've got to pay attention. You've got to be ready to go. Well, that's the thing. They don't pay attention. The whole line moves faster if everybody's swimming in the right direction yeah. here. Don't get to the front and act surprised that you've got to pull your laptop out of the bag and put it in the bin. Everybody has to. You should know that. It's amazing how many people I saw, like, ditching their yardstick drinks. You know those? Like, oh, can't bring that on the plane? No. Are you, like, come For, like, 20 years now, you haven't been able to do it. (laughs) Come on. Get with the program. It's irritating. Researchers say an increase in emergency room visits and hospitalizations related to cannabis use by pregnant women is raising concerns about the risks, including preterm labor, low birth weight, and effects on brain development. The study's based on data from over 980,000 pregnancies in Ontario between 2015 and 2021. Of those, 540 people visited an ER or were hospitalized after using cannabis. The study found the rate of hospital visits by pregnant women who use cannabis has doubled from 11 per 100,000 to 20 per 100,000 since legalization. Um, so what exactly is happening here? It's pregnant women that are going to the hospital because they've used cannabis and they don't By know. By accident? Where, this like, isn't I, This clear. is the confusing part. Yeah. On purpose? I, I, I have to think some of them was on purpose. I have to think some of it was on purpose. Maybe there was an accidental ingestion, but I have to think this is majority but, people that are using cannabis while they're pregnant. And as I understand it, you're not supposed to do that. No, you're definitely not supposed to do that. It's just confusing to me that they go to the ER, though. You know what I mean? So I, di- I, I let's say someone's pregnant. They take something and then they bring themselves to the ER like, oh, I fucked up that many times that happened. I don't know. Something seems off to me. It does seem off, right? 
Now, they're saying that this is another reason that we need to reconsider our cannabis use and making it so freely available. Uh, I'm not really sure what that says. I think there's a lot of people who have made a choice to not use cannabis when they knew they were pregnant, yeah. and, and we go from there. Uh, maybe that is it. Maybe people who have consumed cannabis and then just found out they were pregnant and thought, oh, shit, I better get to the oh, hospital. Oh, they didn't realize or something? Yeah, but how quick? Come on. Not like you took a pregnancy test while you were high. <laughs> and even if you did, and it took in the beginning, you know, most people know it's okay. Like a lot of people drink alcohol and they don't know they're pregnant. As long as like, you know, when you know, you stop. That's important. It's a very important, but I, I don't know that everybody got that message. Maybe they should put it on the label. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Push it on the labels. Uh, yesterday, David Johnston. The former governor general said a formal public inquiry is not needed as he released the first report on foreign interference. The former governor general says he dug into the validity of recent media reports by us, by the way, on allegations of an unnamed national security source that China meddled in the 2019 and 2021 federal elections. Now, Johnson had access to classified documents and intelligence for the investigation he accused some media organizations, us, of construing mm -hmm. the in, misconstruing the intelligence because they didn't provide context. He says that with the broader context, you would understand. But he can't share that publicly because the information is sensitive. So for those who don't know, let me just tell you where we are here when it comes to this sort of stuff. We had the intelligence community, CSIS, come out and say, hey, listen, we think that China was interfering in our elections and we flagged this to the government and they didn't do anything about it. It was very much a whistleblower type situation. So the government, Justin Trudeau, way back in March was kind of scrambling because people were like, what the hell is going on here? China's interfering in our elections and you aren't doing anything mm -hmm. about it? What's going on? So he decided that as a means of doing something, he was going to do nothing. He appointed David Johnston, an eminent Canadian, to look into this and make a recommendation on whether or not we should have a full public inquiry. He basically deferred making the decision. He gave it to Johnston. And everybody, everybody, doesn't matter if they're conservatives or New Democrats, Green Party, everybody thought Johnston was going to recommend a public inquiry. In fact, Parliament since Johnston was appointed, has already held a vote, and Parliament said they wanted a public inquiry. Then this guy trots out here yesterday and said, no, we don't need a public inquiry. Public inquiry would not be helpful because too much of the stuff in there is classified and it wouldn't answer questions. He said, instead, what we need are public hearings. What's the difference between a public inquiry and a public hearing other than you can't subpoena witnesses at a hearing, but you can at an inquiry? He's basically punted this. It's left the government in a very awkward position because Johnston said no, but Parliament said yes. In case you're wondering, the vast majority of Canadians, close to 70%, say they want a public inquiry. I'm really not sure why he didn't grant one, but uh, there's a lot of people that feel he's not impartial in all this anyway because he's a member of the Trudeau Foundation. We've also found out a few other things. He went to a former Supreme Court justice and said, am I in conflict of interest? Because, you know, Trudeau wants me to investigate this and it affects Trudeau. And I was on the board at the Trudeau Foundation. Is that a conflict? The judge said, nope, no conflict. You're good. 
Turns out that judge was also a member of the Trudeau Foundation. Oh. It's getting really, really mucky. And I think the only way we can solve this is by having a public inquiry. I'm not sure that we're going to get it. I have a feeling at least the entire summer is going to go by before we make any progress on this. But the whole thing is... It's very, very confusing, and I'm sure Justin Trudeau is pulling his hair out. Now he's in an even worse spot. Two months have gone by. Nothing has changed as far as the public is concerned, but now he's got the eminent Canadian that he appointed saying, don't do it, whereas everybody else is saying, you have to do it. So I don't know where we go from here, but that's where things lie, exactly as they did two months ago. Kraft is making a change, Cat. They mm-hmm. say it's too hard to get into a cheese slice. So they're redesigning <laughs> the packaging. They say it's too hard or the people who use it say it's too hard? I don't know anybody that would admit that. How would Kraft ever get that information? How would Kraft know that the cheese slices are too difficult to open for the, the people who eat it? So they had to redesign it. Did people write letters to Kraft saying, really love your cheese product, but it's real bitch to open up. <laughs> Is that what happened here? I don't know. I don't know, but I will tell you the best way to eat a Kraft slice is to just throw it in the garbage and don't eat it. It's not They're cheese. They're terrible. Well, I never ate it. But that said, like I didn't grow, like some people like grew up in it, so they still buy it as adults. I don't get it. I'm not in that category. They're gross. AF. Like they're plastic. Like I just feel like the whole thing. I mean, you say the plastic the plastic case to me is the same fucking texture as the cheese. Right. And probably the same taste. And, and, and there's cheese. No. And, and that's why they call it cheese product or cheese food. Is that what food. they have to say? Cheese food or cheese product. Okay. To meet the FDA standard to be considered cheese. Right. It has to be 51% cheese, oh. and this is not 51% cheese. Cheese was, has to be in the same boat, right? I think like, so. It's got to be similar. Yeah, yeah. E- even certain it's quesos. So I mean, fuck, what are we doing here? Oh, yeah, that too. You know, like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Anything that could just sit on a shelf <laughs> is not cheese. <laughs> Here's our non-perishable like, cheese. No, that's not a thing. Well, they say that for those who enjoy eating this mystery product, it's been too hard to get into. So they're going to make the wrappers thicker and sturdier so they don't tear when you're trying to open. They're also going to add texture to the flap so you can find it easily and then slide your fingers under and pull it open. I love how like most companies are going eco-friendly and going without the plastic and they're making it thicker. It's like, I'm going to make this shit thicker. (laughs) Let's put more of this shit in the environment. I mean, I don't know if there's anything you could do to make it more environmentally friendly or if it's even a cause for concern for anyone, but I just find it interesting so many companies are trying to find a way to go without their plastic casing and they're making theirs thicker. (laughs) You know? It's kind of funny. You can't make this shit up. Wow. One more thing I want to do before we get to the goop guide for Father's Day, which is just going to be great. It's a new article. It's in the Huffington Post and it's for anyone who's considering going over to someone's house to use their pool or Mm -hmm. mainly... To a public pool. Okay. I can't remember. When I was a kid, I used to remember. I, when I was a kid, I had the the times memorized. Like, oh, they got a public swim at two. I got to go to the pool. That was a good, fun thing to do. Right. I haven't been to a public pool in years, but I don't imagine much has changed based on these rules. Rule one, if you're going to a public pool, do not use the pool, pool as a toilet. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I think we know this, but it needs to be said more often for some people. I'm just going to say it. Pool owners have been threatening pool guests for years with this mystery product. We dump something in the pool. 
So if any pee comes in contact with this water, it's going to turn red or it's going to turn right. a different color. Yeah. And we're going to know you peed in the pool. You tell that to kids, right? Because then they're, they're dumb. They don't know. But why don't we just invent that? Why don't we actually have that? Why has this been a threat for 30 years? Just make the goddamn product and put it in the pool. And if somebody pees, boom, we got gotcha. you. Usually for adults, I feel like you know what adults are peeing in the pool. You go to a resort or something, and they're sitting there at the swim-up bar for hours you know, drinking yeah. without peeing. Ugh, never dunk your head under that water, by the way. I know I've had this PSA before. I just don't. It's fucking gross. A friend of mine got an ear infection. <laughs> no joke. From Luckily, from, yeah. luckily it was only their ear. Luckily, it was might have been more, but she only told me about her ear. <laughs> from, and then, sure enough, the doctor's like, where'd you go? What'd you do? Did you dunk underwater? Big mistake. Yeah. Don't do that. It's my, fucking gross. My ear hurts and my vagina's red. <laughs> I didn't have sex with any randos. I should have at least done that. Might have uh, been worth it. <laughs> uh, don't bring glassware to someone else's pool <gasps> or to, to, okay. to a public pool. Yeah. Everything plastic. Yeah, sure. Uh, don't hog the lounge chairs. They say if you want to show up early to get a good spot, that's fine. But don't use towels, books, and bags to hold your spot and then disappear for four or five hours. I keep thinking about resorts as you say this because everybody does that at resorts. Oh, yeah. Everybody well, does. I don't understand. If you have room for 400 guests at your resort, you should probably have at least yeah. 300 chairs. Yeah. And most do not have that much. Yeah, that's kind of that's that doesn't make sense. Because they're counting on people to sit on those stools at the pool bar and piss. Yeah, that's what they're doing. That's right, and they will. Don't let your kids run wild. They say letting them have fun is one thing, but you got to rein it in when it's time. Sure, and there's rules at the pool. Go over them with your kid. You don't run at the pool. It was my number one rule. Don't run around. Stop. There's no topless tanning at a public pool. Ah. Uh. And we're not judging. You can go ahead and take your top off just about any time you want. But you should probably take the temperature of the pool area. See if people are comfortable with that. Maybe check to see if it's against the rules. Maybe it's encouraged. Who knows what pool mm -hmm. you've ended up at. But don't just walk in and tarp off and have yourself a good lay down in the sun without checking a few things first. Sure. No excessive splashing, including cannonballs. Trying to soak the person who just wants to stay dry and get some sun. Right. No blasting music. Don't go inside barefoot as a pool owner. That one drives me crazy. Take two seconds and dry your feet dry off your before feet. you walk in the house. Dry your feet. Come on. No jumping in when you're gross or super sweaty. Take a shower. Rinse off. And do not show up with any contagious conditions. No rash. <laughs> no foot fungus. Don't assume the chlorine is going to keep it from spreading. You should not go swimming with an open wound. You oh, should make sure freaking gross. that you're pool ready before yeah. you jump in the pool. Be pool ready. If I if someone's sweaty or gross, okay, so let's say your pool. So we're not talking public because I don't think anyone does the pre-shower and they're supposed to. I think everyone knows how a public pool works. They usually have showers there for you to do the pre-rinse so you get rid of any and, and oils and lotions and all that shit because they don't want that in the pool. So you're supposed to rinse off. But what about like at a person's house? Like what if someone came to your house and they were they were like, oh, Scott, I'm dirty for some reason. I was gardening right before I came. I just realized, can I use your shower? Yeah. Like what, do you, what would you rather them jump in your pool dirty? Let's just say it was gardening, okay? So they were a little dirty. Would you rather them jump in your shower to clean off first or just jump in your pool and say, ah, forget it? So somebody who is obviously dirty, they've been working away, comes over to use the pool, 
and they want to use my shower. I don't know if I would rather let them jump in the pool and just vacuum it and shock it later. Or if I would let them take a shower. I think it'd be easier to clean the pool than to clean my mind of somebody very dirty in one of my showers. And then using your stuff or something, too. Yeah, Yeah. it's just, Mm. maybe go home and shower and come back. I I don't know. I I guess if I had to, I would say, go ahead and use the shower. And and I'm just going to, I don't know, have a drink and try and forget about the fact that you're naked in my bathroom. Figure it out later. Exactly. Let's talk about the Goop Father's Day Guide. For those who don't know, Goop is the it is the publication from Gwyneth Paltrow. It sells a lot of weird products. This is the who invented the this candle smells like my vagina. Yeah. And all those other strange products that get so much attention. Yeah. It's a whole Goop lab. I mean, it, first, it started as a website, um, and now it's a full-blown company which sells their own products as well. So as you can imagine, in the Goop guides, there's a lot of Goop products, but not always all Goop products. And they're known for kind of being a little outrageous. Uh, Let me read you the description for the Goop Father's Day gift guide. They say, these gift categories for dads, brothers, uncles, boyfriends, and husbands haven't seen much in the way of innovation, have they? Rather than reinvent this wheel, we decided it would be more fun to goop the shit out of it. (laughs) So when you say goop the shit out of it, you know there's going to be some weird stuff on here. But I want to go through some of the stuff. And some of the stuff isn't a bad idea, but the price point's outrageous. And they do it on purpose to get talked about. And look at us. We're doing it right We're talking now. about it. We're talking about goop. And that's okay. I don't mind having this content because it's interesting. Wait, are you getting paid by Gwyneth Paltrow for this? I am not. I'm not getting paid by Gwyneth. Gwyneth, you can call me anytime if you want. And then we can discuss certain items that I would be willing to endorse for you and others I would not. <laughs> but we can talk. All right. We've been talking about pickleball a lot because I know it's popular. A lot of people are playing pickleball right now. Okay, so for example, like a pickleball paddle is on this list. Fine. It's $85. Is that expensive for a pickleball paddle? I don't know what it goes for. I mean, you can get them cheaper, but I feel like that's fairly reasonable for a paddle. See, it's not that bad. Uh, All-in-one nourishing face cream, $100 for a... Oh, let's see how big this is. Is it telling us how big it is? It is... Oh, it doesn't even tell you the size. It looks small. It's not a lot of face cream for $100. Uh, you've got mid-length swim shorts here, which look like they're from like the 50s or so. $149. For a bathing swim- suit? <laughs> Get the fuck. <laughs> no. No, no, and no. You're going to love this then. Girls pay excessive g- <laughs> amounts for bathing suits, not guys. <laughs> well, and here's the thing is they are targeting women to buy these, I think. Oh, so they're Maybe already used to spending men, that much on a bathing like, suit. Some men obviously are buying Father's Day gifts too, for sure. But I think that they're targeting women to buy these for men. That's what I'm getting. But this could be for anyone. Okay, beach blanket. Love me a good big beach blanket. That's great. Sure. And the, the good quality ones are very important too because you know it's sandy and gross. $890. For a blanket. For a blanket. You for could, a blanket. But for just a little bit more, you could do a week all-inclusive in oh, Cuba. Mr. Goodness, you could either take a vacation or buy a blanket for the vacation. Your choice. Holy cow. Uh, I've seen a lot of lotions and potions and things, and they range in price. I'm saying $40 here, $65 here, uh, $25 body wash. Okay, that's not that bad. You know cupping? You know what cupping is? Uh, do I know what cupping is? No. Enlighten me. Okay, so cupping is uh, a device, essentially, that gets put on your on your any tense body part. So you'll get marks afterwards. <laughs> I know. It's fine. So it, they, it basically cups the skin and it squeezes it. And it's supposed to be a stress reliever. It's supposed to make you feel better. It's supposed to make your blood 
flow better. I don't know. I can't really describe it. But they have an at-home cupping device with vibration and gentle heat here. It's actually Donna Brad Price, $150. Some people go to a place to get cupping done and pay like half that price. Ah, Okay. So that's not bad. So this is uh, like self-care kind of deal? Do you self-care. do it to yourself or does someone else have to cup well, you? that's a good question because I feel like there's certain spots you're going to need someone else to do for you. Right. Like in the middle of your back. You're going to have to... Uh, yeah, I feel like you're going to have to get a helper. Uh-huh. A helping yeah. hand. Come cup me. <laughs> Put that what out there. What you doing today? <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, okay, great. A half zip sweater. Uh, $720. What? A cardigan, $800. This looks like I could get this at Winners for $30. But fine, Gwyneth. Uh, okay, let's get into the goods here because we promised you there's some weird shit and there is. How about a hands-free vibrator for prostate simulation? Stimulation. Hold on. Goop is suggesting that dad wants a hands-free prostate stimulating vibrator. Look, no hands. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how does it stay it in? Comes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you know the answer. It comes with a remote, though. Oh, my gosh. It's like actually a cool remote, though. It almost looks like a Nest thermostat. <laughs> oh. That's the remote. Really? Yeah. And then um, it's shaped in like a, oh, it's like a wishbone. Oh. It's kind of shaped like a wishbone. Does it look like this? No, it doesn't look like the banana. It's more like, it's more like curved. Uh, oh. Yeah. So where does the other part go? You hold one part and the other part goes know. towards they, the prostate. They didn't use humans in this diagram. <laughs> oh. But that, here, let me show you. Oh. So it's called the Lilo, in case you're curious, it's called the Lilo Hugo. He's got a name, everybody. His name is Hugo. You know he's going to be a good time. But that looks exactly like the same sex toy that women would use. Uh, oh, d- d- I'm sure that they all could be used for many different things. Oh, I just thought we ergonomically designed something specifically for the male prostate. I, I That's what I thought I we were know. doing here. I don't know. It's a prostate stimulator. There's more, too. There's more for butts in here somewhere. Oh. <laughs> it's a, kind of a weird thing to buy butt stuff for your dad well, for Father's Day. Well, that's Day. the thing, right? And, and, and like it said, it was really for anybody, I suppose, who is a dad. But come on here. Nobody's buying. Some of the shit's cool, though. You know what I will tell you about is the light phone or the air phone, but they call it. It's a light phone. Light phone 2 specifically is the one that's on this list. You know what it's for? It's for social media detox. So you can set up your phone. It's essentially like a Bluetooth for your phone. So you can answer phone calls on this device. You can answer text messages on this device. But you can't go to social media and you can't get internet on the device. Oh, it's just so that you avoid going on social media. So when you go on vacation, you could still use it. And you can use it for phone calls. Again, all the things that we can do uh, for Bluetooth, essentially, you can do for this. And they, it's kind of neat. They've invented a BlackBerry. It gets your texts and emails, but no social media. No social media. Oh, it's like 2000 all over again. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's a kind of a neat idea, though. If you do have someone in your life that wants a little bit of a detox, that's not a bad idea. It's 200 bucks. It's not the worst. It's cheaper than the $800 cardigan. It's cheaper than the $800 cardigan. You're damn right. Um, let me see if I can find a few more here for you. A toothbrush. Fine. It's $45. That's terrible price for a toothbrush. Is it electric even? It is electric. It does look really sleek. It's nice. It's Quip. I've never even heard of that brand. Uh, more shorts. Seven day detox kit. 
Ooh. $195. I'm interested. It's a week-long detox program. Dietary recommendations included. Recommendations. So they don't include like all the shit that you actually need. Well, that's, that's not helpful. It's like fly. It's pamphlets. Are they you're, aware that Google exists? <laughs> you're, you're buying pamphlets for dad for $195. <laughs> this is a really nice shirt too. Let me just show you the shirt and you tell me the price. Okay. You want to play that game? Yeah, sure. Oh, uh, okay, so that looks like something I might get at maybe a Mark's Work Warehouse, and I'd probably get it for about 60 bucks. It is $2,350. Stop it. <laughs> it's cashmere, though. Cashmere does feel nice. I don't give a shit if it's gold. <laughs> That's not a fair price for a shirt. What a stupid thing to put in the flyer. A Rolex. Like a, yeah, we all fucking know if we have money, we'll buy our dad a Rolex. You don't need to put it in your goddamn guide, right, Gwyneth. Right, right. Fuck, but still call me, Gwyneth. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. How, how does it go down when you give dad the goop prostate stimulator for Father's Day? I assume oh that's not going to be a gift you give when mom's around. Or sorry, when the kids are around. That's just going to be a mom-only thing, I would think, right? Yeah, like that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, sure, there's people who like that. So if you know they like it, why not get them that as a Father's Day gift? As your partner, I suppose. You really got to pick your moment on when, know, you when you give it to them because <laughs> I don't know about you, but if I get a gift, I want to open it. I want to try it out. And you got to be ready to try it out. I imagine that there's going to be a pretty detailed set of instructions and such before you can stick it in. I certainly hope so. Okay. It doesn't say whether it comes with a manual or not, but I'm assuming most of those products do. But this is for dad to do on his own. Does that mean oh. dad just goes upstairs and you know what he's doing up there? Or does mom have to go with him and participate? Like how much is the gift here? Listen, though. Uh, here's is it what, the whole experience or <laughs> just the actual product? Here's what I'm here for. All I know is I am here for more products that are meant to be shoved up and around asses because we need to... Not have so many ER visits from people shoving lava lamps up there and all yeah. water bottles and shit that aren't, that's not supposed to go up there. This is actually made and approved in some level for your ass. So please go purchase things that are actually made, produced, and safe for your ass. Right. So you don't end up taking up an ER space for someone else who really needs it. Absolutely. If you have a choice between one of these tried, tested, and true products that are uh, made from safe materials and they won't uh, yeah. they won't break in your butt, that's a, a real important. concern for some of the things. <laughs> that's important. So you've got this product that's specifically intended for you to put up your butt. You'll want to use that, not the shampoo bottle in your bathroom. Correct. Because that's where you end up in the ER trying to claim that I slipped in the shower and this right. went right up my ass. <laughs> Toothbrush holder landed right up there. You know, nobody buys that. Maybe it makes you feel better, but nobody buys that. We all know why you were there. All right. Well, that's a good practical piece of advice. Before we go, and we're over time already, but there's one story in particular that was in the news this morning, and it drives me so freaking crazy that I want to put it in the pod just because I really want to try and catch this prick. OPP say a kitten is on the road to recovery after being thrown from a car window Ugh. on the highway last what week. What the fuck? It was on the 403 near Waterdown Road on Friday. So between Burlington and Hamilton, mm -hmm. 403, window goes down, somebody chucked a live kitten out the window. Constable Tamara Beckers says the young cat did not escape injury. It did have to have one leg amputated, but the infection in its left eye is starting to look better. So far, 
No arrests have been made, but police are still investigating. Anyone who may have dash cam footage of that is asked to contact the OPP. You can call Crime Stoppers. If you want, contact me. I will submit the video to the cops for you. In fact, I'll hand it directly to them because I would like to catch the prick Mm -hmm. who did this. Well, someone was a witness, I assume, to this or at one point or the other. Are they not giving that much information yet on purpose, maybe? Well, I haven't seen anything to say that they know who the car is, but I certainly know that there's a lot of cameras in that area. Whether or not they're recording, I don't know. But between all the dash cams out there, the overhead cameras and everything else, I don't think it's going to be impossible to find the person who did this. They even know roughly when it was. I just don't know roughly what time it was. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. So let's give as many details as we can again because I want to make sure we catch these fucking assholes. I don't understand why anyone would do this. I think Why that, would anyone do this? Well, let me just put this out there and it's not the first time I've said this, but I feel passionately about this. Anybody who abuses an animal uh-huh. should get the exact same treatment. Yep. No discrimination at all as if they had done it to a person. So in this case, when we catch the person, we charge them with, I don't know, reckless driving, distracted driving, because they clearly weren't watching the road. We're going to charge them with attempted murder. We're going to charge them with assault. We're going to charge them with everything we can Mm -hmm. think of to charge them with so that they do actual hard jail time. There's still some people out there in this world that think, Humans are superior to animals, and they can treat animals abusively if they want to. And frankly, we need to send a message that that's not okay. So, again, I'll say it. I don't care what party you're with. If you're in government and you take the initiative to pass a law that treats crimes against animals the same as we would treat crimes against humans— You will have my vote and I will campaign for you. Those are the people that need to be jailed, though. I mean, look at the psychology of it all. One of the like some of the biggest mass murderers who ever lived started abusing animals. And even if they didn't murder a bunch of people, they still did horrendous things. It starts with animals. That's where it starts. Catch that fucker and put them away. I would. You abuse animals. You're away for life. Yep. Bye. Because if you do that to an animal, it's one of those things where it's like a warm up for you. It's disgusting. There's something wrong with you. I have no doubt in my mind, but I don't have a lot of pity for you. I really don't. I just think that you need to be locked away. Well said. Have yourselves a fantastic Wednesday, everybody. We will see you tomorrow with another episode of After 9. Bye.